know how to get back to that stream. This is incredible. This doesn't happen by accident. This was created into these salmon. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, and the president of Dayspring Bible College in Mundelein, Illinois. Hi, today on In Grace, we're going to be talking about the creation of not only salmon, but all things as we continue in a new series, Is the Old Testament Obsolete? And uh, without Genesis and without the Old Testament, we really wouldn't know much about the creation and the fact that not only did God create everything and it was good, but we messed it up. So then the whole rest of the Bible, really from the second chapter on, is the story of God's redemption and us rebelling against the holy God and the loving God. And it's the story of God buying us back by bringing himself into the picture as Jesus, uh, the Son of God, came into the world and died for our sins. And the Bible calls him the good shepherd. And so we're also going to be talking about how you can get a Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd bookmark for free from us. And uh, if you contact us, that is our way of thanking you for listening today to the In Grace radio program or podcast. And I am so thankful for you. God bless you. And I really want to hear from you. I want to hear from all of you. So if you've been listening to In Grace for a while and you haven't contacted us, uh, we're not going to hound you. We're just going to say, hey, here's a free bookmark and uh, send it to you. And it's really pretty. It's original artwork with a sheep and a shepherd with a sunset. And it's something that our staff artist painted and it's beautiful. And so we'd love to send that to you for free. And then there's some other things I'd like to send to you. I'll tell you more about that at the end of the program. Uh, also, In Grace has a YouTube channel. You can really be blessed because we're featuring all sorts of incredible stories from all over the world, but especially from Israel. And if you'd like to get on our In Grace YouTube subscription list, you just go to YouTube and there you search for In Grace. And there, once you find us, just hit subscribe and get alerts. And they'll let you know every time we have a new episode coming out over one a week and also comment on the video and like the videos and stuff like that. That'd be wonderful. So we hope that you can not only listen to In Grace, but you can also watch In Grace. And don't forget every Wednesday night, we're on TBN as well. Now, I'm going to start today by talking about dinosaurs, because when we talk about creation, God would have created dinosaurs on day six. And so that would have meant man and dinosaurs lived together, but we know dinosaurs are gone. So what happened? Well, the world will tell you it was a comet or a local flood, but the Bible gives us a much better explanation for not the extinction of dinosaurs, but uh, the mass grave of dinosaurs found in the fossil record would be the Genesis flood. And some small dinosaurs would have been on the ark and eventually couldn't continue to live in the new world after the flood as it was different. So we're going to start by talking about that. I'm really excited about talking about creation because I think the Bible has it exactly right. And we need to just read what God said because he was there. We're excited about all the things that God is doing. And I hope you enjoy today's In Grace message. So they'll tell you the dinosaurs went extinct because of comets, meteors, whatever. All these different reasons, they will never say a global flood. They will never say that. Because even though the evidence is all of these dinosaur fossils laid down by fast-moving water, they're, they're mixed up. They're, they're not in the right sequence according to evolution. You have some bones that go through all of these millions of years of layers. How can that happen? It can't. But they will not ever, ever say it was a flood. 
Dinosaur National Monument. We filmed there. We've got all these episodes on In Grace. You've got to watch these. They'll say all of these dinosaurs that are stacked up there, they have a whole hill of, they haven't, they've like partially excavated so you can see all the bones. They say it was a curve in the river, and over the years, the dinosaurs just kept collecting there as they would naturally die, and then slowly over time, they were buried. There's no possible way that that's true. If you, if you study that and look at it, it had to be a fast, rapid burial for those all to be fossilized and preserved. But they will never, ever say a, a massive water event. Never. They'll say anything, anything but that. Why? Because the Bible says a massive water event. Okay? They're never going to say anything that is in the Bible is true because they don't want to believe in a God because that also brings accountability. Okay? But they're without excuse. 1 Corinthians 8, verse 6. But unto us there is but one God, the Father, in whom are all things... Okay, and we in him and one Lord, Jesus Christ, by whom are all things, and we by him. So we, again, we have all the things that are around us, all the things that are here are because of God. Colossians 1.16, for by him were all things, what? Created, uh, all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones, dominions, principalities, powers, all things were what? Created by him and for him. We might miss this. Why did God create all things? For my enjoyment. No, no. Does he want you to enjoy your life? I think so. But only when you give him glory and when you honor him because he created all things for him. For his glory, for his honor. And if you're not honoring him, if you're not obeying him, then you're, you're missing the whole point of why we are here in the first place. And when you miss the point, you're really never going to enjoy life. You're going you're gonna to think you enjoy life, but to enjoy life, you have to inebriate yourself. You have to smoke something, inject something, drink something for you to think that you're actually enjoying life. But all of those things lead to destruction and, and, and sorrow and death. You don't need all of those things if you live for him because all of creation, including you, were made for him and by him. Hebrews 1, hath in these last days, verse 2, spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. By the way, this isn't multiple worlds or multiple universes. These are, this is the earth, the planets, the stars, I mean, the Bible is clear in the New Testament that there is a God that he created us. It all goes back to Genesis 1. Genesis 1. Now let's talk about creation a little bit. One of the things that we did in Alaska was uh, we went bear viewing. Now, bear viewing means that you're going to be viewing bears up close. Not necessarily sane, the, the, the most uh, intelligent thing for people to do, but tourists aren't intelligent, are they, typically? So we went bear viewing, and, and we got into a float plane. I love airplanes. I love float planes, because you have an airplane on the water. I mean, what's better than that? And then there was eight of us that were getting on this airplane, and we're on the dock, and the pilot's looking at all of us, and he, he sees me, and he goes, I want you to sit in the co-pilot seat. 
Like that's happened several times in float planes. I think it's because they recognize my skill and my ability as a private pilot that if he collapses, I can take over and we're all going to be fine. Or he might look for the heaviest guy. in the. I don't know why, why he picked me, but hey, listen, I'm just happy that he picked me, okay? <laughs> and every pilot, every pilot, when I tell them, oh, by the way, I'm a pilot, they say, don't touch anything. <laughs> so anyways, so we land, we pull into the beach. We went to a place in the um, Katmai National Park. It's called Brooks Falls. Float plane comes up to the beach. There's a float plane next to us, and all the people are standing by that float plane taking pictures of us. Like, wow, they must recognize us. Here we come, we're coming in, we're filming it for In Grace, and they're all taking pictures. And then I turn and I look and I found out why they were taking pictures, and it wasn't us, it wasn't me. That's a grizzly bear, folks. So I wasn't sure if we should be getting out of this plane, and this was the beginning of a five-hour stay on the ground here. So why are the bears all there? Well, it's because of the salmon, just stacked, one after the other, after the other, after the other, fish after fish, by the thousands, by the thousands. How do these fish know where to go? They're born, and their mama sits down, and their dad sits down with them and teach them, okay, now listen, when, you, when you're old enough, and you're going you're gonna to want to have children of your own, you need to come back to this stream, and here's how you get here, okay? You're going to travel for thousands of miles. You're going to be in oceans. You're going to be away for years, but I want you to come back to this stream, and they, they explain all that to them. No, of course not. They hatch. They're on their own. How do they know how to get back to that stream? This is incredible. This doesn't happen by accident. This was created into these salmon. And, 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 and the, 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 the lengths they go to to get back to the stream are incredible. They just have to get back to that stream. So there are theories. They, they believe that some of the, the navigation is by electromagnetic forces. When they're, when they're hatched and they come out of the stream, they are able to sense two things. One is the electromagnetic field, and, that, and it kind of creates some sort of map in their brain, but then they also can have great sense of smell. And they can, and I'm not joking you, okay? This is, this is the theory, and I think it's right. They can smell the minerals, the unique combination of minerals coming from that stream because water's flowing over the land, and it's very unique to that exact part of the world. And so the electro, electromagnetic map brings them to this, you know, up the, from the ocean to the right river, up the right branch, and then all of a sudden, they say the fish will swim past the stream and then stop and turn back around. Like, oh, that, that smelled familiar. And they'll go right up that stream and lay their eggs. Or get caught by fishermen. Um, have you ever seen these fish trying to get up waterfalls? It's uh, unbelievable. They just try and try and try. Or, or bear. Or bear. I mean, I don't know how any of them get past all of that to finally... Uh, lay their eggs. We probably saw 30 or 40 grizzly bears. Some of them had yearling cubs, so these were cubs that were born last spring, and they looked like teenagers. They, they, they were just sitting there waiting for mom to catch the fish for them. They just looked like they hadn't showered or shaved, you know, or combed their hair for a long time. 
So, so you're seeing God's creation here. I mean, you're in the middle of Alaska and everywhere you look, it's, it's just creation. Step into the captivating world of ancient history and discover the inspiring story of David the Shepherd King. As a token of his gratitude for your amazing support, Jim Scudder Jr. is thrilled to offer you an exclusive, beautifully crafted Psalm 23 bookmark absolutely free. This elegant keepsake is a symbol of our appreciation for your generosity. And when you give a gift of $35 or more, you'll receive not just one, but five Psalm 23 bookmarks and the engaging DVD series, Discover Hidden Israel 4, all about David, the Shepherd King. When you give a generous gift of $250 or more, you will also receive a limited edition canvas print portraying David, the Shepherd King. To claim these remarkable gifts, call 800-78-GRACE. Go to ingraceradio.com or write to InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Again, that's 800-78-GRACE or ingraceradio.com. So we did this little kayak. We didn't really film this. This is just iPhone stuff. But uh, we went on a little kayak journey. And the guide, the most amazing guide, God just really gives us special privileges and opportunities on these trips the guide was a young lady, her name was Kelly from Montreal, and uh, she was paddling along, and she goes, do you guys like oysters, fresh oysters? I said, yeah, I love fresh oysters. How many of you like, when I say fresh oysters, I'm talking about raw oysters. How many of you like raw oysters? Um, only a few of you. Okay, but that's cool. Well, she goes, you know, there's a, there's a farm stand out here on the water. There's a little boat with a cooler, and they put oysters in every day. And you just pay in a box on her system. So she, she pulls out of her life jacket a little oyster knife and Tabasco sauce. Like, have I died and gone to heaven? What is happening here? The most delightful young lady. And then we, uh, after this, we, we took this hike up to this uh, amazing glacier lake. And Karen didn't try it, by the way. And by the way, the, uh, the flood predicts an ice age where glaciers would have covered Chicago. A mile thick of ice would have been right here. Uh, maybe not right here, but somewhere in this area would have been a glacier during the Ice Age. And we believe it was one big event at somewhere pretty near the end of the flood or after the flood, but not, not more than a couple hundred years after the flood. Uh, but anyways, there are glaciers. Some of them are receding. Some of them are growing in Alaska. The environmentalists don't tell you about the growing glaciers, by the way. They only talk about the receding glaciers. But can you imagine the earth, although it has fallen, is still such an amazing, beautiful, incredible place? It really is. What's heaven going to be like? What's the new creation going to be like? It's going to be glorious. So let's read the creation story. I'm going to read you several verses. So Genesis 1-2, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. So Genesis 1 tells us about, in the beginning, God created the heaven, heavens and the earth. So you have in that, the, the three principles of what we know scientifically exist. So we have time, space, and matter. In the beginning is time. God created the heavens, space, and earth matter. The earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. So God created the earth as basically of an orb of water, I believe. H2O. Do you know hydrogen and oxygen from those two, uh, they can transmute to all the elements that we have in our universe. So God created the, the, the elements that he would need to further create all things on day one. 
The earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God, so right there we find the third person of the Trinity, the Spirit of God, moved upon the face of the waters. We have energy, okay? We have, this is, this is the way that God created things. And God said, God speaking, remember Jesus is the creator, the word. The word, God said, the word, let there be light. And there was light. This was not the sun, by the way. The sun is our, our current light. It's, it's by which we have life on the earth. But that was created later in creation, not on the first day. But God did create light. What was the light? Well, remember, Jesus is light. But he also could have created a, a temporary source of light that would have also been part of the energy that created all things. God said, let there be light. And what happened? There was light. Okay. Even if evolution were true, where did the very first blob come from? If, if, the, if the universe formed from the Big Bang, something exploded. Where did that come from? You see, there's a problem with all of that. The Bible says God always existed. Okay? He's a causeless cause. He always existed. And then he spoke, and now we have light. And God saw the light, that it was good. It wasn't, God didn't create something that was halfway there and slowly over time it would make itself better and better. As a matter of fact, when we look at all things, we're devolving, aren't we? We're devolving. Okay, God divided the light from the darkness, called the light day, the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning were the, what? First day. This is the Hebrew word yom, Y-O-M. And Sometimes, rarely, but sometimes the word day in the, in the Hebrew does mean an age. But any time it's combined with these words, evening and morning, it is always a literal 24-hour day. Some people say Genesis is allegory. It's poetry. You, look, you talk to any Hebrew expert, they all tell you Genesis is written as history. It is written in a narrative, historical form, okay? So don't just change day, evening and morning were the first day, into the first day was millions of years. No, no. This was a 24-hour day with a temporary light source. The light is day, the darkness is night, the first day. And God said, let there be a firmament. This is the Hebrew word, rekia, or expanse. In the midst of the waters, let it divide the waters from the waters. There are many scientists that I know that believe that there is water um, in space. Okay, maybe at the extreme edges of space. I believe space is finite. I believe the universe is finite. I don't know when we'll find that edge, but some people say that there are, there's water there. I don't know exactly about that, but I know there's water here, right? We know for sure there's a lot of water in our oceans, inside the earth. So this expanse, this rakia, was dividing the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament, the expanse, and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. And God called the firmament, the rakia, the expanse, heaven, or, you know, the heavens. And the heaven, by the way, in the Bible, sometimes refers to the atmosphere. Sometimes it refers to the stars. Sometimes it refers to heaven, where God lives. And uh, the evening and the morning were the second day, yom. Evening, morning. We have a real 24-hour literal day. 
We don't have millions of years. And God said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place. So we have the whole earth is water. Now God's gathering water into one place and says, let the dry land appear. And it was so. Suddenly we now have land. We have oceans and we have land. And God called the dry land earth. And gathering together of the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. And wait till you see what God did in the rest of the creation all the way up to mankind. Just believe the Bible. It's so simple. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Incredible creatures, diversity, colors, beauty, complexity in what we see on the earth and what we see above the earth. And I say that those that do not accept the word of God are without excuse because there is creation. The creation, chapters one and two of the Bible, the first book of the Bible, Genesis, and then comes chapter three. We didn't make it very long, did we? In a perfect creation, perfect fellowship with the creator, and then we sinned. And death passed upon all men, for all have sinned. All the sorrow, all the cancer, all the pain, all the crime, everything that you see is because of that. That's what the whole rest of the Bible is. It's all about redemption. God, the creator, coming to redeem the creature and the creation. God, Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, entering into the universe, entering into humanity, living the life that we couldn't live, dying on a cross for our sins and rising again. And the Bible says that if you'll just believe in him, you'll be saved. You say, could it be that simple? Can I just put my trust in him? That's the only way it could be. You cannot save yourself. Our sin separates us from a perfect and holy God. We can't undo that. That's why he came to do what we couldn't do. He died in our place. Now he's offering you a gift called eternal life. If you will just believe in him, the Bible says you will be saved today, tomorrow, and forever. Is the Old Testament obsolete? Absolutely not. We get so much from the Old Testament. We know how we got here because of the Old Testament. Do you know Christ as Savior? Have you believed? Have you received Jesus Christ as your Savior? If you haven't, please do it right now. If you have questions about eternal life, please contact us. We would love to talk with you and hear from you. You can go to our website anytime, day or night, ingraceradio.com and contact us through the website. Or you can call us at 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE. You can also write to us at InGrace, PO Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. InGrace is coming to you. Uh, we've done a number of events called Gather in Grace, where we bring not only myself and my teaching, but also our team, music and some food and stuff to your cities. And we're going to be coming to Mitchell, South Dakota. We're going to be at the Corn Palace. Any of you that are in the Dakotas know exactly where that is. It'll be my first time there. So I'm excited to meet all of you from the Dakotas. And then we're also going to be in Phoenix, Arizona. We have a ton of people that watch and listen in Phoenix. And of course, we're coming to Phoenix in the winter because we want to get out of Chicago. So that'll be in February and Mitchell will be in October. So we'd love to meet you. We have a free ticket for you at our website, ingraceradio.com. 
Also, we want to send you a free bookmark. It has a shepherd and sheep. We're calling it the Psalm 23 bookmark. And uh, that's our gift to you. For those of you that give a gift to Ingrace of $35 or more, I'm going to send you five bookmarks and our brand new Discover Hidden Israel 4 King David video series. We're excited about that. We're going to feature part one of that tomorrow on the radio. And then we're excited because some of you can give more to Ingrace, more people hear the gospel. For your gift of $250 or more, we're going to send you all that I've already mentioned and a beautiful large canvas print of this incredible original artwork of the Good Shepherd. And it's a beautiful scene with a bunch of sheep, uh, the colors of sunset. You really would love this, and I'd love to send it to you. Contact us today. Don't forget your Psalm 23 bookmark, absolutely free. Also, for $35 or more, get five Psalm 23 bookmarks and the engaging DVD series, Discover Hidden Israel 4, all about David the Shepherd King. When you generously give $250 or more, you will also receive a limited edition canvas print. Call 800-78-GRACE. Go to ingraceradio.com or write to Ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on Ingrace Radio with Jim Scudder, Jr., InGrace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on In Grace Radio.